3: Hello everybody and welcome to Mirror Football's World Cup Preview. This is going to be the first of many podcasts that you'll get through us uh, through the World Cup. Uh, I'm Aaron Flanagan, joined by Matt Lawless, uh, online editor for Mirror Football. Matty, how are you doing?
2: Very well. Can't wait for this World Cup.
3: Yeah, so World Cup fever, well and truly hitting us. Uh, Mark Jones, uh, we got a Welshman in, so we can laugh at him and the fact that they're, they uh, they didn't quite make it. Uh, Josie, how are you doing? I was alright before that. Uh, um, <laughs> no, okay, yeah, look, I'm looking forward to it, yeah. Yeah, good. Uh, obviously, as a Welshman, are you, are you upset that you're not at the World Cup or does it not bother you? I've never known them to be there,
1: so it's... it's No, not World Cups are great, World Cups are uh, all, all for enjoying every team and... Uh, Watching every game, you know, watching three games a day, four games a day, what we'll, what we'll kind of get excited about that? You know, it's it's uh, it's exciting time. I yes. think
2: given how good Wales were at the Euros, though, it is a disappointment to not see him at the World Cup <laughs> yeah. because we're missing one of the best players in the world in Gareth Bale. So from uh, that point of view. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take judge's disappointment on this one. Yeah, no, no I, I would
3: have quite liked Wales in, in, in the World Cup. Um, you just me- said me- you're, you're laughing at them. Um, uh, you mind up? No, what I say, I would like to see them because I'd like to see them bomb out in the groups so, with three defeats.
1: three <laughs> defeat. <it> really <laughs> They
2: got to, um, bitter. Didn't they do really, really well in the Euros? Right? <laughs> just yeah. buzzing them the done in what, that's, <laughs>
1: Sixty years Yeah, college, so yeah. I say it
2: pains me. I've said to
3: you in the past, Jonesy, it, it pains me that I've seen Wales in a major semi-final. I've never seen England one in in my, in my lifetime that I can remember. I know ninety-six was there, but I was only like four years old. Mm-hmm. I've got to say though, like,
2: Wales is an interesting starting point because looking at that team spirit from last season. Uh, sorry, two years ago now. It seems like last season, doesn't it? But mm-hmm. but from two years ago, there's a touch of that about this England crop at the moment, isn't it? There? There's a real sort of feel-good yeah. factor around England going into a tournament yeah. and I don't think anyone's getting particularly too giddy saying we're going to win it but actually people are going well let's give them a chance and you know yeah. they could do really well yeah, no, I'm, I'm really excited to see this England team because they've,
3: they've, they've impressed me in the friendlies I thought the first half against Nigeria was the best I've seen an England team play in ages there's almost an element of like Jurgen Klopp's Liverpool of just Let's just go and attack. Yeah. Let's just go and see what happens. And if we go into the World Cup with that mentality, and please Gareth, if you're listening, I'm assuming you're probably not at this point. <laughs> yeah, um, but if, if you're listening, <laughs> just have a go. He's got to do something in the hotel between as they're preparing. Maybe he's listening.
1: He? I think
2: they will have a go. But we also saw in that game against Nigeria the worst of England in yeah. terms of the second half, where they was quite it was quite cagey and you know they they, they were sloppy defensively. But I think. Look, let's be positive, since They played brilliantly against Costa Rica, and that was essentially the sort of the second side of your like. Although Marcus Rashford should be banging on the door, shouldn't he, yeah. after his fantastic goal?
3: Yeah, no, there were there were a few players in that Costa Rica game who, who definitely made a great case. Ruben Loftus Cheek, for example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. he 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 could be a sneaky good 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 star for, for England. He uh, really controlled that midfield. Um, for me he's maybe lacking a little yard of pace but um, listen, maybe against a better team you've got someone who can control the game so well, I think that there's players there, England have a real complete squad and I hope, I hope we're not getting carried away and thinking <laughs> oh no we're suddenly going to go and win the World Cup <laughs> yeah. um, but um, I, mean, I, I look at England now and I'm I'm actually more positive but I think I'm positive because there's no expectations I think yeah, the thing from looking kind of on the outside as I do I suppose is that
1: everyone's everyone's talking about how likeable the squad are and how um, there's a lot of good characters in there and how there just seems to be that spirit like you said about Wales it's sort of similar and it's probably because there isn't this you know these world stars there isn't it's interesting um, an event last week and uh, Rio Ferdinand was talking he was talking about how and he's openly admitting it that he'd be in squads with England and he'd be sitting having breakfast and Stephen Jarrett would come and sit by him and there'd be that bit of rivalry between them because they're Going for the league, or there's like John Terry's there, and he said like, there's there's not quite that sort of team spirit between them. You don't get that sense in this England team. You get the sense that you know they're they're nice lads, and you get you know you don't. I can't imagine Jesse Lingard scowling at Trent Alexander Arnold. You know it, it, it doesn't happen. I don't think. And, and and you know the leader of it is obviously Harry Kane, who you might have your opinion about Tottenham, whatever. But I think everyone would say how you know is is very uh, aware of what 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 the great player Harry Kane is, and is very supportive of his story if you like in terms of coming from nowhere into the same similar like, sort of Jamie Vardy you know, there's, there's so many good stories I think in the England squad yeah. Lingard has he been the one who was yeah. cast off by, by United yeah. almost out on loan yeah. you've got exciting young players Alexander-Arnold you know, it's yeah. a good squad I think an
2: enormous amount of credit should go to the FA as well because England when they crashed out of the Euros to Iceland you know, they were lower than a snake's belly it was such, It was almost an impossible job to get people to like and fall in love with England team again. But the marketing's been really shrewd and communications-wise, what they did ahead of the World Cup where they did this sort of American mm. Super Bowl-style, going like, a bit like parents' evening when you can go and interview <laughs> any player, but it was so successful. We've got some great stories off the back of it and stories that really kind of opened those players up to almost... They, they are human beings anyway, mm. but it just gave that... Air of authenticity about them, and, and something that can connect them. Players who are, you know, often said that they earn loads of money, which is quite irrelevant when it comes to performing on the pitch. But a normal person in the streets to the players, everyone, there's a real connect there. So the Danny Rose stuff was so illuminating. Ooh. It was, it was, you know, it was, it was horrible to f- feel the kind of depression that he'd gone through, but. So commendable. At the same time, the bravery that he had to to openly talk about this. Yeah. So there's a real kind of. I think we've gone from complete disconnect to repair in that relationship the, between the, fans and the players. And like I say, the FA deserve credit for the that. The
1: Iceland game feels like like you just said about Wales doesn't feel longer, but the Iceland game feels longer. Got you know, it feels yeah. like it's, it's two years. It's a different squad, a different you've got team. Very, you know, much different squad. You obviously got a different manager. Um, who you know? Let's face it, Southgate's got I think a bit more sort of dynamic ideas. I don't think you'd catch Roy Hodgson doing some of the things that Southgate does. So um, yeah, it, it it just feels newer and fresher, and, and that's always exciting for anyone,
3: isn't it? So. Yeah, yeah. I'd say we have obviously mentioned a few individuals there. Raheem Sterling. The, the 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 reaction on <coughs> uh, the reaction on social media on the back of obviously the stuff about his tattoo. I thought just. For me epitomize what England and this team is about at the moment. It wasn't this oh you know he's he, you know, hes he's done this, he's done that he said like, mm. it was like, hold on one sec, let's support him, yeah, like the whole country have got behind have got behind the team, which is just so rare it felt
1: it felt a bit like a like a sort of generational thing to me in terms of this became a story, and the instant almost the instant reaction it was like oh, so what you know and 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 it, for the first time, really, it did almost feel like it was the younger generation who were who were saying these things whereas these sort of stories will come out about England players in the past and they would be used as opportunities to jump on them and have a go at them. I think that, Sterling is obviously an example because issues have, have arisen with him before in the press, but it seems to me like, you're right, as the example of people going, well, what's, what's, what's the problem? And that, if you like, has gone into the support and the, the element of um, you know getting
2: behind them, which is only a good thing. And um, yeah. I'd say, I think, you know, I'm sure... I'm pleased to see that for Sterling, you know, because two years ago, my son, who's ten now, was very fortunate enough to be the mascot for England against Wales at the Euros, and he walked out with Raheem Sterling, and. Raheem Sterling, when I, when I look back at it, he was so nervous, and I was obviously trying to focus on my son at the time, but when, when we look back at the footage, Sterling was so nervous, he got hooked at half-time in that game, and okay. the fans were completely on his back throughout the whole Ooh. tournament, so it's not just the media, but what we've seen, we've seen a great renaissance in Sterling this season under Guardiola, um, and he has been a player who's provided some exceptional moments for City, and he is England's Real, I think he's England's real threat going yeah. forward. Although shooting's not perhaps his finest skill, um, you know you'd rather leave that to Harry Kane. Yeah. He unlocks so many doors, and yeah. you can guarantee that he'll provide opportunities for Kane, and he will cause rival opposition defenders a lot of problems. I think I you're know.
1: seeing you're seeing a, a maturity in his game, aren't you? And, and you're seeing he's gone through a lot when you think about it for, for a young lad. Where he initially moved from QPR to Liverpool, came through the ranks at Liverpool, was was excellent there for a few years. And then to get this big transfer, just what was it? I mean, that's about 50 million, and it was just before the big transfers really kicked off and all the money went mad. And what's like 50 million these days is guilty Sigurdsson, isn't it? So, so I mean,
2: what's his value now, Janzi? What, what would you You'd go in the hundreds, wouldn't
1: you? Probably. Um, yeah. But I think but because he made this move at a time when 50 million was a bit mad, he, he's had this pressure on him ever since, and people are looking to his lifestyle, which is completely wrong. Um, but in terms of his game, he's obviously playing in a team where you know, you look at a lot of his goals and you wouldn't say they're the most beautiful goals in the world. He's on the end of moves, isn't he? He's he's, he's he's in the right place at the right time, but that in itself is a skill
3: and um, I think he'll be, yeah, as you say, he'll be a key player. Yeah. Um, as far as England are concerned themselves, we're in, we're in Group G, which means we're one of the latter ones just to start in the, in the tournament. First game against Tunisia, then Ooh. we'll play Panama and then obviously the game against Belgium. What do we expect from Tunisia? Because, as far as England has been concerned we've gone into World Cups gone into group stages in years gone by and these games have regularly been the ones which England have come you know,
2: a little bit unstuck by back in back 2010 yeah, yeah. Um, I just think this is a different England team and I think yeah. we've seen in the last couple of games particularly that they will go out there and attack them I can't see Tunisia getting anything out of this game I think England will comfortably win and it will really kick this World Cup off. with yeah, I agree. Um, if I we don't, then we're in trouble. <laughs> um, I mean, comfortable, maybe,
1: maybe you know, I'd expect like a sort of comfortable sort of 2 0, if you like, yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah. But then they go into Panama and I'm
3: fully expecting them to hammer Panama. I think it's about going it to be about 5 or 6. Yeah, it's, it's weird you say that. I don't, I don't think I particularly expect England to hammer anyone. I think they'll be comfortable. I think there will be two, maybe three. Maybe Tunisia and Panama. I'll go for well, New well, well, England. Tunisia? Well, I, really
2: well, feel, I really feel that we can hammer teams. I really you,
3: do. You've probably got woke up fever. have I know. I'm
2: just going to go and see the doctor. But
3: um, yeah, I mean, I, I can see Belgium. Obviously, Belgium. Are, Belgium are, you know, to some people, contenders to win the whole thing. Um, I can see Belgium. I think they've got a ruthlessness about them. I saw that I think last w- night.
2: Sorry, against their last friendly they had. They against Costa 4-1. Rica. Against Costa Rica.
3: Yeah. Very yeah. impressive.
2: Yeah, I think they've got ruthlessness, which is why I think...
3: I don't worry, I think England will get past Panama and Tunisia. I think they'll, they'll score yeah. two or three, but I think against both of them, I think Belgium could score four or five. Yeah, um, but then... That's, you know, he's are still going through, aren't you? So, so it doesn't. You That's know, a Premier uh, uh, League that, game, that, though, isn't it? Belgium, England. Yeah, yeah. It's pure yeah. Premier
2: League. Yeah,
3: yeah. Um, Roberto Martinez came out, interestingly, a few weeks ago um, and said um, this game between the two sides is going to be like a Premier League game. It's going to be played with the same intensity, the same exactly. pace. Um, it's not going to be your traditional um, European football. And hopefully, I, I mean. Hopefully they'll have something right on it. We'll be comfortable yeah. going through. They 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 were messed up and, and it'll just it'll an yeah. extra bit of excitement. It's knowing funny that... is it
1: when you talk about the Premier League game and you're talking the former Wigan manager against the former Middlesbrough manager? Um, uh, but <laughs> two, obviously... two, two managers who've been relegated yeah. from the Premier. Yeah. League.
2: It, it's good to see though. Um, Eden Hazard had done. He's picked what he, he's World Cup predictions, and yeah. now obviously he's, he's pretty clever with this one because he's picked the final already, and he's saying Belgium versus England. Yeah, I mean... final. In the final.
3: Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll assume that he's saying... He reckons what? He's that. saying Belgium because he'll get lynched otherwise. Uh, so yeah. I'm, I'm going to take this as he thinks England are going to win the World Cup. <laughs> yeah.
2: Because he's saying that England will finish second in that group, and then go, go end, through yeah. to play Colombia... Then on to play uh, sure. good the, the good teams. The <laughs> good teams yeah. somehow beat Argentina in the semi-finals and then stuff it up in the finals. It's <laughs> yeah. some good luck well, I hope that happens. Well, i hope we win it, but uh, <laughs> yeah. take that
1: you. No, yeah. Belgium. I mean, I think, I think Belgium are a fascinating team in this in this tournament because they have got so many fantastic players. We see them every week here, don't we? And um, almost, as I was saying about England, in the sense of not star names, these are the star Premier League names, and they're playing for Belgium. Oh. Um, and how do they fit it all together with a manager who? Perhaps hasn't, you know, hasn't really convinced everyone yet in terms of what he's about. He obviously, at Everton, things sort of like unravel for him, didn't they? So, they're they're obviously they're a team. I think there's a few there's a few countries in this World Cup where you can say their talent is in their players, not necessarily their manager. Um, you think about France as well, teams like that. So, Belgium are fascinating. Uh, I think they'll they'll that England game. Obviously, you can see it where they both won their first two. And then they're going in, and you're right. Maybe Belgium have put six or seven past Panama, and they get a draw, and and that's enough. But it'll be a game. It'll obviously, yeah. be a game that, that they probably they'll probably both be assured of a place it, So hopefully, they go for it. The
2: yeah. thing with Belgium, there's obvious parallels to be made to that England golden generation who went into tournaments, mm. and there was a great expectation that they should deliver because they were at the peak of their powers. So for for this Belgium team in particular, there'll be a lot of eyes on them because. They should not have lost to Wales at the Euros, no. they? and sure. you know by rights, but, but they, they just—they did. They did—and did and, and they deserve to <laughs> think, lose. And, if they and get past Wales, they probably
3: going to win the Euros.
2: Exactly. Yeah, it comes down to a different mentality, and that's that's a good point that Jonesy makes about Roberto Martinez. Can he unlock that? Now, don't forget, you mentioned Roberto Martinez got relegated. He actually won the FA Cup that mm. year,
3: mm. so
2: he's got a good pedigree about him in that respect. But also, not just him, Thierry Henry's there as well. He's a natural winner. He's, yeah. he's a serial winner. And oh, I don't know. I mean, I've got a sneaky suspicion they'll have a good, good tournament. I'm
1: expecting a big tournament for yeah. for Lukaku. I think he, he's had um, a good rest as well. Yeah, and I think he was quite quite underrated a little bit at, at United. And obviously, his first season there, he scored quite a lot of goals. And I think everyone focuses on United's style of play. Um, but I thought he did very well. And um, he's won, when you're looking at top scorers, and that, 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 that i have an eye on. I
2: yeah. wonder if Man United would have an eye on uh, Eden Hazard. If he's yeah. a player who wants to Premier League Man United fans are making the point that he's exactly the type of player that Lukaku needs yeah. to unlock some more goals so he's going to be even more prolific next season yeah. so no, very, can't see that one happening of be course very, it.
3: very interesting to see what happens there uh, as far as the odds are concerned uh, Bet Bright have Belgium 10-1 to to win the whole tournament England at 16-1 to um, I don't think there's that big of a gulf between the two sides if I'm being completely um, honest um, but I also can't see either actually going all the way in quite no, I doing that. it that sounds about right um, so yeah the odds are, are possibly right um, anyway, for for us guys, we unfortunately are not getting the opportunity to fly out to Russia and uh, speak for yourself, right? I I might, I'm go yeah. yeah. Oh, you're not. You're not told us <laughs> yet. <laughs> um, but uh, no, we're we're going to be uh, stuck back in England. Which I say stuck. We we get football on the TV to play to 25 games. Right? you yeah. like, It's you're not stuck when the world cup starts. You're great. You're already making. Um, doesn't matter
1: where you are yeah, in the world. you always, like everyone's making plans and, Like you've always got an eye on. Like someone was asking, me do you want to go out on Friday night?" it's like "Yeah, yeah." Portugal, Spain's on. No, you've got to go to Portugal, Spain. You've got to see Portugal, Spain. Yeah. No, no,
3: um, I've, I've basically planned the next two weeks of my life all yeah. my free time is like where will I be when Absolutely. X Games on and I've, 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 I've got a little trip away and I'm trying to work out which games I'm going to miss thankfully it's going to be the ones between like no, no disrespect to these countries, but like South Korea and the best ones, stuff.
1: And, I, 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 and, I'll be, and, I'll, and I'll
2: be back in the pub from Brazil playing. It's
3: great. You <laughs> it just
2: reminded me I've got a family and I should probably squeeze them in at some point. Yeah, in this uh, month, nah, I think they nah, will understand. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure they will. I'm, I'm sure for four years. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the, 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 we do have
3: at the Daily Mirror plenty of reporters who are going out there to Russia. One of them is our chief football writer, John Cross. Uh, I caught up with him a little earlier to ask kind of what his uh, thoughts on the World Cup were. Uh, just uh, just before he flies out. So here's what he had to say. John Cross, really appreciated joining us on the Mirror Football's World Cup preview show. Uh, John, uh, we've very much got World Cup fever in the office. Uh, you're actually going out to Russia. We're very, very jealous of you. Um, how, how bad is your World Cup fever right now?
0: Yeah, I really can't wait, actually. And I'll tell you what, part of the excitement is, is that basically... I, I, listen i'm I'm obviously covering England and have done you know been lucky enough to the last few tournaments um and part of it is going almost into the unknown. I kind of had an idea what might happen you know rightly or wrongly, kind of two thousand six two thousand and ten, even to a lesser degree two thousand and fourteen I've got to say i've I've never felt so sort of excited about not knowing really what what might happen with with England. My feeling is it' all go you know, horribly, horribly wrong. Or actually, it will be a complete, and this is what I hope and, you know, really think might just happen, is it will be a complete refreshing change. Um, and it will be and it will be really good and fun tournament to cover. Um, just because I think there's new players, new energy, new ideas. And I think we needed a change and we got it. And I do think that hopefully that, that will bring it, it itself. I mean, I'm really looking forward to it. It'll be my fifth World Cup. And, um, uh, you know, I, I've got to say I've been to some weird and wonderful countries. I've been to Russia a lot, uh, Been fortunate enough, in, in the last couple of years for various reasons, for the European Games, for draws, for, for World Cup events and so on. And, and I have to say, I've got no worries that it will be a really, really good tournament.
3: Oh, Excellent stuff. I mean, is is this for you the, the pinnacle of the job? Obviously, you're in a very privileged position, uh, being obviously Chief Football Writer for a national newspaper. Is it... Um, the absolute ultimate role going to a World Cup and spending—I mean, hopefully a whole month because hopefully England will be there for a whole month um, in the unknown in, in in a different country.
0: Yeah, it is really. Listen, the last few tournaments I've been lucky enough to stay on, come what may, so i will stay until the end. So I know, I know, sort of, kind of, you know, my my trip home is 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 what a day or two after the final. So you know kind of um the, the the fact is that i i'm desperate for for england to stay in as long as possible obviously um i'm a huge england fan I'm, I'm i'm completely unashamedly biased when it when it comes to international football particularly tournaments i think that's the one time when i think people can allow us to kind of almost you know sort of let our guard down and be very patriotic and get behind the team um, you know your team, if you like. <laughs> I wouldn't expect any Scots to be covering England to do quite the same, but you know what I mean. And it, you know, I think sometimes it's very passionate in the press box. Yeah. it's a little bit of a different feel um, about sort of covering it, and maybe that's why I guess. And sometimes the disappointments come, sort of the the criticism and the coverage could be quite harsh, I guess, because we're naturally disappointed. But you know, I, I do think that that sort of England's covering England is, 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 it can be a lot of fun uh, it can be very intense and I do think that the last few tournaments Capello in 2010 wasn't a great deal of fun I have to say I always thought that Sven was quite entertaining in 2006 I thought that was our time I must say and I did the sort of the opposition in 2002 I I, I was really excited by 2014 but I have to say, I don't, you know, I, I wasn't sure how well they do because I thought it was such a tough group, and obviously, as it as it proved. But, you know, I, I do feel England have got a, a decent squad, a decent build-up, decent preparation. I mean, obviously, you'd have to say that the group favours them. They've got a real chance of progression from that, that, that group. So, you know, this should take confidence, but we're England, so we always, always remember that. Sort of watching it in sort of 82 and uh and being hugely hugely disappointed um when, when basically they made hard work of what should have been an easier group than it was but going back to the original point absolutely it is the pinnacle i, I basically i started on the mirror as kind of athletics correspondent as well and kind of i went to been lucky enough to go to olympic games and sort of went to sydney in 2000 and i always thought really um, for, for quite some time that basically the Olympic Games is the pinnacle of any sporting uh, journalist's career really. But actually, I think I'm such a football fan at heart, even though I do love other sports, but that really nothing compares to the World Cup. And I think when England are in it, it brings the nation to a standstill. And to think that you're sort of kind of covering that for the paper it is really quite an, an honour and a privilege.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Um, When you get out there, obviously we're recording on Monday, uh, you fly out tomorrow on the Tuesday. Uh, When you're out there, is it straight to work? Is it straight to St. Petersburg and the team hotel or training camp and and straight on it? Or or is there a little bit of rest or or full on straight away?
0: I've got to say, there's very little rest, really, and I don't mind that because you expect to be sort of very intense, and, and you're away from sort of home and family. And I do, I do miss my family a lot. But um, basically, you know, if you're really busy, and I sort of do get busy, then basically, it kind of you, you don't think about it quite so much. But basically, flying to St. Petersburg, getting accreditation, uh, World Cup accreditation um, uh, in St. Petersburg, and then England are based in a little place about an hour outside of St. Petersburg called Rapino, which is their their sort of training base. How can I best describe it? It's something like in the sort of, a, a bit of a forest really. <laughs> it's a bit of a sort of a spa resort really, I think. And uh, it's not that flash. I mean, I've been to some sort of pretty, you know, amazing five and six star hotels and the lavish setups for, for England in the past. And I have to say, I think it's good that there's a little bit of grounding going on um it's that the base camp isn't isn't that flash i think it's really interesting i mean i've been as i say i've been to Mos- moscow a lot been to russia a lot i've been to st petersburg before and i really like st petersburg it's a wonderful sort of much more westernized than, than sort of moscow in its feel i think and um and i do think as i say russia with the, you know a few of the cities are very different, and obviously England doing an awful lot of travelling, and so there's a lot of travelling within Russia going on in such a vast, vast country that that kind of you know will bring its own challenges because I do think the travelling um, will 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 be difficult for England at times. They're based in Ripino throughout, come what may. So I do think that basically we we stick with them through the group and then I do think we, we then sort of go to, to St. Petersburg for for the sort of the knockout phase, if, if you like, and a base there. So it just makes it a lot easier because I think looking at the schedule, England are much more likely to sort of go travelling and you, you kind of map out sort of uh, likely opponents and likely outcomes. And uh, and let's just keep, you know, sort of everything across the England progression in the group.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Fingers crossed. Uh, John Cross, really appreciate your insight for now, but we're going to hear from you loads and loads, hopefully, uh, through the tournament. Anyway, uh, John, uh, enjoy your, your journey out there, and uh, we'll catch up soon. Look
0: forward to it.
3: How are you doing there? It
1: is David from the David McWilliams podcast, and this is a Staycast from Acast. We're all following the government's advice right now. We're staying in. It's a little bit cocooning, but it's all working. So while you're staying at home, here's a recommendation of another great podcast. It's the Blind Boy podcast. He's an old mate. He's a great skin.
2: He has extraordinarily interesting views of the world. Check it out.
3: John Cross there joining us on the Mirror Football Podcast. Always good to hear from Crossy and... uh Listen, he's just like you he's, he's really got World Cup fever he's so excited <laughs> he, is, he um, is and he's a real
2: Eng- he's a very he loves England he, he always does he's very passionate about covering England and it's great to see and that's exactly the kind of he comes across in his reportage which is always excellent and um Crossy's the go to guy this summer guys if you if you want to know the in depth what's going on behind the scenes and obviously transfers as well, he's your man, yeah no I so said Crossy's going to be following them around every step of the way wherever England are Crossy will
3: be there with them. It was interesting what he said at, at, at the end of that um we we i obviously asked him whether quarter finals for England would be a success do we classic success and mm. i i th- I, th- I think he's right when he says. Um, it's going to be satisfaction, not success. Yeah. Um, I they don't. Th- I, I don't think you can class quarterfinals necessarily as a success, as, as as chuffed as I think I personally would be with quarterfinals. Uh, I, um, I think
2: the real success for England will come if the nation falls in love with them, mm. yeah. and and if they feel that actually we can support this team because yeah. know- it's a bit like the end of Mike Bassett. England manager. <laughs> <family laughs> They're they? going to play four four <laughs> two. Um, yeah, I, I honestly feel it's a bit like that. In a sense, they just fans need to feel in love with them. I think we're getting that way. We'll It will come from performances. And and the further they can go, the better. But they haven't won a knockout game in 12 years. So yeah, that that's the point here. That's and, right. and that's what they need to achieve first and foremost. What a fantastic point Frank Lampard made, actually, on a recent documentary is that his advice to the players would be, do not even think about what's going on. In, in previous years, that that record's somebody else's record, it's not yeah, yours. Yeah. The players who are going out there, you create your own history, and I think often, in previous years, England players by association have been tripped over by the fact that we haven't won since 1966. But it's their time to shine, and it, and that would be again as as a speaking as a fan. Don't worry about what happened two years ago because the chance are like, you didn't bloody play in that game <laughs> Yeah, yeah.
3: No, The um, I England, England's absolutely fascinating but um, time wise uh, we need to move on because there are 31
2: there are no there is really are. I mean, we're, yeah. we're, 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 we're going to spend just, 16 minutes
3: on each team um, <laughs> um, but no I I want to bring a cup of tea
2: <laughs> quickly
3: uh, I want to put you on the spot um, yeah. who is your world cup winner Mark oh, it's boring but it's Brazil for
2: yeah. uh, Matty? I go for Argentina and everyone on Twitter's gone, Yeah, but did you see they got hammered by Spain? It's like, oh yeah, I forgot about that one. <laughs> uh, but no, I've just been with Lionel Messi. Um yeah, he's he's a he's just players like Lionel Messi. It's a fairy tale, isn't it? Yeah. I, I just wonder if it for him it's a rite of passage to become the greatest ever. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'm gonna go for them because it's somebody different. I do think that um there'll be teams like Spain and, and Brazil, of course, that will go really well.
3: Yeah, yeah. But Sp- Sp- Spain and it's personally, I think Argentina are, are going to be way off. So, sorry we'll about that. <laughs> what do I know, anyway? <laughs> Mexico are going to win it. Yeah, I hope so. I've got them in the sweepstakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: I've got
2: Australia, so I'm rooting for them. Yeah. I've
3: got the Uruguay. That's not bad. They might give me, give me a little, they're, they're,
1: little they're run for my money. Yeah,
2: they're, yeah. they're dark horses. I'd yeah. be happy with those.
3: Yeah. Um. Uh, as far as the, the betting stakes are concerned, very close at, at the top. Uh, Brazil, 4-1. to one, Germany, 9-2. to two, Spain, 6-1. to one, France, 6-1. to one. Argentina nine to one, and then after that we get into Belgium and England, yeah. and the absolutely probably not going to happen. And Uruguay, um, and Uruguay, are they on there. Uh, yeah, twenty-eight to one. Yeah, they made this list. Stick a tenner on it.
1: And Jones yeah. oh, has got... <laughs> got, got form. he got form. He's back. Portugal at the Euros. I did. So. Yeah.
3: So uh, you, cushioned you, when they beat Wales in the semis. You, back, you, you managed to back a team which only won one game in ninety minutes, and, and I've, I've they, got, they were still a feet to so for it. Yeah, they, done well. Uh, and they were still right. Uh, right, let's go through the groups. Uh, we'll start with Group A. Obviously, the opening game is Russia against Saudi Arabia. I have never been so excited for such a rubbish fixture. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, um, um, but I'm genuinely, genuinely really excited just to. See, it's the first game, isn't it? Uh, you never know what's going to happen. They might get another shambles. Like, are you going to watch the opening ceremony? Um, well, I mean, it, it, it depends. I'm, I'm, I'm in here in the office yeah. until about an hour before kick off. Oh, and then you're in the pub. And then I'll be in the pub, yeah. so I'll be in the pub singing on to Robbie. Yeah, Robbie uh, Williams. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we we had an office debate yesterday that um, I don't know if either of you were getting involved. Oh. Oh, the, the best Robbie song.
2: Oof. Yeah. um what, what should the, he
3: play? Um, well, we we actually had a majority winner that was quite an unlikely winner in
1: the office. Uh, I was a fan of rock DJ. that
2: was decent. Yeah, because yeah, 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 you know, yeah, can I kick it? Yes, you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. lyrics yeah. in that classic. Yeah. What one, He's got to go for. Let me entertain you, sure. Yeah,
3: yeah it? it's uh, pro- probably hey. Angels. Um, Not going to a He's going to be upbeat. Yeah, gonna go no, In the office, we all said a Come undone. I'd say, but the but there was quite a few as he went there. One, yeah? Bit, yeah. Good,
2: yeah, a I wouldn't niche, go for that one. Bit niche. Yeah. yeah, no, me and my monkey no, came no. up as well, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, that was a that <laughs> was a classic eight-minute. Yeah. Yeah. did that. he did that yeah. swing album? That was weird, wasn't it? I like that. It <laughs> <And>, uh, still <laughs> comes on Spotify. But this is yeah. not a Robbie Williams podcast. <laughs> uh, right. It should be. <laughs> it should be. There's some great We're
3: talking about the first game of the World Cup and we're talking about Robbie Williams. Oh, yeah. So he's he's the only game, we'll game of football. Oh, come on,
2: that is good. Yeah, I was thinking of sexed up. I was getting the two mixed up. Yeah.
3: yeah. No, no. It's, uh, it, I say good. Yeah, but forget forget Robbie. Let's forget oh, Robbie. We'll, no. en- we'll enjoy him on Thursday afternoon. Yeah. Um, yeah Russia Saudi Arabia first game they're also in a group with Egypt and Uruguay Egypt are the team I want to touch on in, in this group mainly simply because of Mohamed
2: Salah yeah I mean hopefully he'll relight their fire um, <laughs> we're not talking about Robbie anymore been, are we no,
3: no. Uh, you, you've, you've been waiting for that one <laughs> okay, okay. sorry everybody um,
2: um but yeah, Egypt Mo Salah obviously doubts about his fitness. But mm. um... well, I mean, that video the other day that came about—that was honestly, a su- you know, so a fan is really excited yeah. to see Mo Salah. Like, oh, wow, it's Mo Salah, and he <laughs> just what, grabs mate? him on the shoulder. <laughs> he's like, no, not the shoulder. <laughs> um, why? Why? Um, yeah. So that fan has probably set Mo Salah back about 15 <laughs> weeks in his recovery. Look, if he, if he's there. I think he'll be okay, but it will be a concern for him and it will be at the back of his mind, I think, any time you've got an injury as a player, you are kind of cautious about it. And I think yeah. he, he's obviously quite vulnerable to, you know, if, if if you're a defender and you're going to target Mo Salah, you know exactly what to do to him. So he's going to have mm. to readjust his game a little bit and perhaps not be as physical. I think that's ball. the
1: key for me, It's because you watched him all season, and it's his movement, it's his... He thrives on getting defenders close to him and then spinning away. There's a goal. And it's not, not one of his more famous ones, but he scored a goal. He plays um, time, doesn't he? Yeah, there's a goal against Leicester. I think it was like right uh, end, end of December and the ball comes into him and I think it's Harry Maguire's behind him and he just spins him and he just yeah. completely and in. And those are the moments that I think are going to be in the back of his mind when he's playing because he's going to be worried about it, I think. And he's such a, you know, everyone saw that penalty he scored to get him to the World Cup and, and it was such a moment and he is such a... It's the poster for kind of, isn't it? Yeah, and he's such a kind of breakout star, isn't he, of the last yeah. year. You really wanted him to be himself and be... all right. I think there's a question mark over him in the first game, but in a weird way, it might work out all right, because let's say he doesn't play the first game, or he's on the bench. He's then back in for Russia and Saudi Arabia, two games that they've got every chance of winning. So maybe he... I don't think they're going to go and play Spain in the second round, but... <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, play Ramos. Yeah, so I think he... Do you think they well, go through then? I I fancy them to go through behind Uruguay. Um, I think because I just I, I think, I'm not having Russia at all, and I'm I'm, yeah. I'm still staring at this eight to one. beside are able to beat Russia because I quite <laughs> fancy it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think with Salah, it's it's just a case of getting him on the pitch because uh, he will. It, it, I mean, he's going to be on the pitch. That's some uh, yeah. like there's there's no doubt about that. But then it's when he's there, then we're all going to see just how fit is he. Yeah. Um, it's an odd injury, isn't it? It's not. We're not. You're not talking about a. You know, broken anything like that. It's just, it's a weird injury, so he might be able to be strapped up and be able to. Maybe he's got this big thing on his shoulder. I don't know what yeah, it'll he be. Might but...
2: wear NFL pads, or yeah, something like that. that. Um, you're right though, because it is an odd injury, and it's one that could easily reoccur. Mm, yeah.
3: yeah, that's true. And, and as I say Egypt are very much. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm sure they won't take too much disrespect for me saying this, but they are a one man team. Well, what about the 45 year old goalkeeper they got? Yeah, he's good. I, I mean, he, he's a
2: character. Yeah, would we character. be having
3: the same conversation if this was Harry Kane they're talking
2: about? Elneny, he's pretty um,
1: you know what I mean? I think I think to call him a one man team, I think it is they, you know there were there were ton of lads on the pitch when they got. There. You got Hagazi yeah. at the back. He's been yeah. he's a good player. Yeah, the another lad like West Brom signed as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, the winger who plays for Stoke. Obviously, with are not, they're not wonderful names, yeah. but he Honestly. is. A, it, it's, just, it's funny they play in Uruguay because it's a very similar situation to remember the Suarez situation at the last World Cup, where he missed the first game against Costa Rica. He was injured. Yes. He was on the bench. Comes back for the second game against England, scores twice, and the fact oh. he knocks England out. Yeah. And then in the third game against Italy, he bites Chiellini. So, I mean we could be talking about a similar tournament for Salah, it'd yeah. be quite <laughs> incredible. Yeah, but... I, uh, I, I can't see Salah biting I'm going <laughs> get why. a Salah <laughs> Real Madrid put yeah. in there, shall we? Yeah.
3: Um so yeah, group, group A, um are we all saying Uruguay to win it? Are they the strongest team in that? I think season? so. Yeah, I, I think so.
2: I, I just think it's between Russia and Egypt for the for the second spot. Uh, the reason why for Russia is when, when you're the host, you've got that momentum, haven't you? So mm. I wonder. And they've got some good players. They've got, you know, um, um, uh, Golovin in midfield, it was, it was Alexander Golovin is good, a good player. Zherkov's still knocking around. Got a bit of experience it, yeah. in the back. Um, Akin mean? Thieving goal. Um, and the striker, Smolov, he was linked with West Ham. The experience at um, quite back prolific thing, for Krasnodar. The
1: experience at the back thing, they're all so old. Really they yeah, well, yeah. I saw him at. Um, I was at the game at the Euros two years ago, when when Wales beat them, and the back, and yeah. Bale and I'm Aaron right. Ramsey were just running rings around them, and it's pretty much the same defence. Yeah. Um, and that's why a fully fit Salah, I think, I'd, I'd fancy him against them.
2: They haven't played a lot of competitive, games game. That's either. true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, same with kind of
3: any host going yeah, to World Cup. Yeah. It's very hard to do that. Yeah. Um, on to Group B. Um, <laughs> what a group.
2: Yeah. Um, well, two teams, isn't it? I, I, no, here I, we go. Right. No, no, no.
3: Don't, 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 off. don't, don't, don't get me started. <laughs> uh, when I say don't get me started, I'm, I'm I mean, going to stop. You my, should, I probably should. i probably should, yeah. Um, this, uh, my, my, my bet of the World Cup is that Morocco are going to get out of this group. Uh, I've got a real sneaky feeling about Morocco. Um, if you're listening and you don't know who's in this group, it's because Portugal, Spain, Morocco, Iran, they're your four. Um, I, I I, absolutely believe that Morocco are going to get out, out of this. Is it because they don't see many goals or any goals? They, I mean, they've they barely considered the goal in about twenty years. Yeah, you know, it's just not that far. But it actually feels that like way. They've had an exceptional qualifying campaign. They've got experience. They've got quality defenders. Obviously, Medi Benash is in there. Yeah. Um, Ashraf Hakimi from Real Madrid yeah, in there. Had, yeah. Um, going forward, they've got um Zayek from from Ajax. Ayak, yeah, a quality there. player. And and the striker he's well. scored like a goal a game. I've,
1: I've, I've yeah. lost his name now. But he's got
3: like eleven goals in ten caps, something like that. Yeah, but I mean, for me, they've just. And, and the manager. Sorry, I, I, can't, I can't forget the manager. Herve Renard um, is arguably the most successful manager that is at the Euros because he's got he's won two major tournaments. He's most, won two Africa Cup of Nations. Most successful
1: former Cambridge United manager. Um, out there. Yeah, he also got sacked more <laughs> bottom of
3: League 2 uh, about a decade ago. My <laughs> mate played for him then, yeah.
2: He <laughs> was a great, uh, great boss. The one yeah. thing, and
1: to, to sort of semi-support your Morocco theory, is that I am having the opposite feeling that I had about Portugal two years ago and I don't really fancy it.
2: You know what strikes me about Portugal going into the World Cup is that there's a lot of problems behind the scenes that haven't really sort of... I guess, I wouldn't say undetected but you look at Sporting Lisbon. Now, Sporting Lisbon provide quite a few players in that team and three of them have been told, right, you can leave for nothing. Mm. Well, there's a big kind of... You know, they've got Rui Patricio who's not even one of those three. So, William Carvalho, Bruno Fernandes is the other one. Um, Gelson Martins. So yeah, Gelson Martins. Yeah. So, they're, they're, they're key players in mm. their team. So, you can't imagine what what's, what kind of effect has that had on yeah. them psychologically. Yeah. They've got Ronaldo, which is great, you know. So, they've always got that to fall back on. And... They've got good players. Jam Mario, superb player. Mm. So it's not just about Ronaldo, but what intrigues me is what the preparations going into this World Cup with all that going on with their yeah. clubs, that's got to have had a detrimental effect. And they, the Premier League clubs will be on red alert for these players. They put, they,
1: they put so much into that Euros and it was it was a huge thing for them to win it. And again, similar to Russia, you look at their defenders, Pepe. Very agent. Uh, Jose Font, um, uh, Bruno Alves, I think it's still knocking about. Yeah, like, yeah, you know people who don't necessarily play in the best leagues anymore. And even when Jose Font did it, West Ham, he was a bit of a catastrophe, wasn't So, um,
3: and Ronaldo as well. I, I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm not seeing much from him. I, I, I get the same feeling with Ronaldo in that he's had a long season. But man, his football season finished later than everybody else yeah. because obviously they went all the way to the Champions League final. Yeah. He's he's not the young whippersnapper that he once was. I also don't think he actually has the same influence on games that he used to I he in, 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 in general. Mm. I, just, I just feel like Portugal can't rely on him mm. and I think their chances are based on relying on Ronaldo and I don't I don't think they can rely on no. him uh, so for me that's why I, I personally see Portugal struggling and that's why I see one of the shocks uh, yeah. of the group stage Morocco uh, getting out and I think Spain will be fine I think Spain are a, a wonderful football team they, they are for me the they going to go and win it I
1: question them in terms of their cutting edge sometimes um, obviously they've got Diego Costa in the squad but how do they fit him in sometimes because Diego Costa thrives on playing a certain way and Spain don't necessarily play that way do they so yeah. Um, they've got other strikers like Yago Aspas is knocking about there and a few others but um, obviously, yeah fantastic probably in terms of gifted footballers probably mm-hmm. the best squad at the tournament in terms of you just want to watch them knocking the ball
3: about yeah no. um, yeah, obviously, yeah it, easily you'd find in this group but I just I question them latter stages yeah. um, little mention for Iran I uh, only say only little mention they're probably going to finish bottom of that group um, if they don't finish bottom I think it is a success for them. Yeah. Uh, Carlos Queer has done a wonderful job there. Time um, I read a great story about how he has personally helped revolutionise football in the country. There's yeah. a lot more youth academies and everything. And a uh, report from Andy Lyons, the Daily Mirror's chief reporter who's been in Moscow uh, already, he says that the Iran fans are the ones making the most noise in the season <laughs> already. Brilliant. He says they've come in big numbers and they're really enjoying themselves. So best of luck to them indeed. Um, on Group C, uh, one of the favourites in this one, France. None of us actually said France to to win no. um, the World Cup, um, but I mean, they're on paper the squad's phenomenal. Yeah, um, they're in with Australia, who their first game is against uh, Peru and Denmark. Don't see any problems for France there, do we? No, they'll be fine in the group, um,
1: and they'll be fine probably in the second round and that. And again, probably similar as I said about Spain in terms of packed with with players and all that. I just think there's something about the France team, and whether it's the manager, I don't know, but. They just don't look to have enough kind of nous to me, or so, you know, kind of like that old school sort of spirit to get through games. like. you four as well. Yeah, like if this if this World Cup was being played on FIFA, I think they'd probably win, and they'd probably beat France reserves in the final. You know, they, they, they've <laughs> got they've got loads of fantastic players, but that's not what it's about, is it? And and yeah, it's right. it's getting to the semis and it's playing Sergio Ramos, who's being horrible to him. Do you know what I mean? It's that sort of yeah, stuff, yeah. and like I just I don't see anybody in that squad who
3: does that. Yeah, there've been a few doubts about Didier Deschamps as well. Obviously, he. he Seemingly took a lot of the flack for what happened at the back of the Euros, losing the final on home ground when they were
2: the best team in that tournament.
3: And um,
2: we, we were out in uh, Lyon for the Europa League final and yeah. there was quite a lot of negativity when I was speaking to the natives about France going into the World Cup. N- not many actually were positive at all.
3: Yeah, no, it's um, it's weird. And this is why yeah, I'm... I'm, I'm Maybe wrongly getting slightly optimistic about England is that I see these big nations and we'll get onto Germany when we we'll get to their group, but their fans haven't been happy recently. France, these are the nations who are meant to be competing mm. for it, mm. and England just seem to have that spirit yeah, that, that is, these countries don't have. It's on a different
1: level, though, isn't it? Because these are countries yeah. who expect to win it. I don't think England yeah. expect to win it. So I mean, England being happier that, yeah. oh, it's nice to watch England now, yeah. well, isn't it? I it, think it just you know. makes
3: me think, if we get to a knockout game in the quarters against Germany, if the mentalities remain similar... England have got a chance of finally getting past the big knockout game, <laughs> uh, but maybe I'm getting too carried away. Um, a little bit, yeah. Uh, obviously, France. Uh, any other surprises in that group? Obviously, Australia. I know you've got <laughs> it in the sweepstake, but I, oh. I think they're absolutely. No, I think Denmark much, yeah, for me. I mean,
2: you've yeah. got you've got some quality in Christian Eriksen. Mm. Uh, the goalkeeper is good, isn't he? Schumacher, so yeah. Um, and they got.
3: Yeah.
2: I think They've got, have, got
1: a bit more. Kind of more of the team ethic about them Denmark, I surprise people Denmark will be very much get it to Ericsson yeah. I think there's a t-shirt that says get it to Ericsson yeah out, that's right yeah. <laughs> um, so I would have I mean it's it's a cop out but whoever wins that first that Peru
3: Denmark game yeah, is, is same yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's certainly going to be an interesting game. Uh, I, I quite like the, I quite like the look of Peru. the a little bit sad, but I mean they're they're mm. very much an, an unknown quantity. The
1: uh, Guerrero is guaranteed to do something, isn't he? Having, having uh, overcome his ban for uh, he has to really, co- cocaine it? And in his, his teeth, team team, not it? It Yeah, um, he'll yeah, he'll do something at the well.
3: <laughs> Yeah, hate it when cocaine ends up in my in my tea. <laughs> 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 why I stick to beer, isn't it? <laughs> it's, it's why stick to beer. Uh, and that's exactly what we're going to be doing loads of over the next few weeks. Uh, On to group. Group D, uh, Argentina, where they're in with Iceland, Croatia, Nigeria. Uh, We've obviously spoken a little bit about Argentina when I was, yeah. you said um, I, I just
2: you brought them to win. Well, looking at the, those other sides, I actually feel like Iceland have got a chance because, it, again, they were impressive in the Euros. Ooh. But Croatia, I watched them against Brazil and they looked awful. Is it, is I it, mean, whether they were trying, it was probably in third gear, just going through the motions and they mm. came yeah. out. But Nigeria weren't all that against England either. OK, second half, they... England I think made them look better than what they were but yeah. Nigeria at the moment they've got some fantastic young players there but I just feel that their fan their lovely kit aside which <laughs> Jonesy and I both love and you hate Absolutely. Um, I hate it I hate and it. um it. I don't feel People that talk. I feel that they're probably I think they're, they're not as strong as they have been in previous years Nigeria and I think that the opportunity is there for either Iceland or Croatia
3: yeah no absolutely definitely an opportunity there it's a, quite an open group um, I think the games will be interesting I think Argentina defensively are a little bit vulnerable there could be a shock result I think any of those three sides Iceland Croatia Nigeria could
1: yeah. go. I've in not seen that. Nigeria go far because yeah. I, I think Ooh. their fans
2: are great as well aren't they like, I, can yeah, see, yeah. Um,
1: I can see Croatia giving Argentina a good game I think that would be one of the better games of the group actually yeah. of the of the group stages um, uh, Croatia would be my pick to go in after Argentina but I agree in that it's not going to be easy for Argentina but um, because yeah. every one of those teams is hard-working and is going to... think you know.
2: Croatia, probably just because like it's, they've got players like Modric and they've got yeah. players like Dejan Lovren, so they have got yeah. experience sort of and it, quality haven't there, haven't yeah. they? But yeah. I, I think Iceland will think, you know what, well, let's try and prove yeah. some people wrong.
3: Listen, Iceland beat Croatia in World Cup qualifying yeah. and yeah. finished above them in yeah. their qualifying group. Yeah. Uh, so Iceland have the confidence from that anyway. Uh, but no, a group they're definitely going to be interesting. Move on to Group E. Another one of the favourites. Uh, Jonesy, your pick. Costa Rica. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Brazil. Uh, Brazil are going to take on Switzerland, Costa Rica and Serbia. Um, again, it's another group that I, I think is quite open if you, if you take on mm. Brazil. There's the, I think any of them could qualify. Maybe yeah. Costa Rica aren't quite as strong as they were like four years the ago. So mm. I mean,
1: they got yeah. decent players. And Switzerland as well. I've got some. Um, I think that, that's interesting. Again, it's going to come down to those against each other. Brazil are, are much better than any of them. Um, and yeah, I know it's boring, but I I, I fancy Brazil to win the whole thing. I just think they've they've got uh, the likes of Neymar. I think almost under the radar, but Philip Coutinho had a fantastic season. Yeah, it gets a bit lost because he's playing for two teams, but he scored like something like twenty-two goals in forty odd games, something like that, like forty-one. When I watched games. him in
2: the warm-up game so far, it looks like it's coming to them he's very, very he's, naturally
1: and easily. Yeah, and he, all those players look very yeah. very happy. He'd be my Coutinho <laughs> would be my tip to be the best player in the tournament if he wasn't a. Like athlete because they give, always give it to Adidas ones, don't they? Because they sponsor. It. <laughs> a bit oh, controversial, yeah, yeah. One yeah. of yeah. 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 well, the best best three last, yeah. last three or four World Cups. Um, well, look, Lionel Messi wins. Adidas's yeah. technical committee judged the best player, and oh, really? um, yeah, Coutinho was unfortunately on the wrong one. We should do wall. a story on that. That's good. <laughs> that's, uh, that's, uh, that's, that's
3: that's really interesting. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so but, I mean, I, I look at them. I think uh, Switzerland, are the team that are going to follow Brazil, personally, I just think they've, they've got a resilience. They don't, they don't, they're, 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 they don't, have any superstars, but they've got um, a, kind of a good team. So a solid turns team. Up from doesn't he? Yeah, Chicaria, You, you see, he scores an absolute, absolute world. Absolutely, in, yeah, exactly. Well, he's so. on the market. He's proving his worth to Liverpool at the moment. I mean, that's basically it, the World Cup is almost an audition just really to, to, to say he's in the shop window, come, isn't he? Come and get me. I'm going to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um but then, I'll let me show you what then, I think.
1: Serbia are probably good. you know, obviously like, they've got Matic, as we all know, they've got they've got really good kind of under the radar players. You know, I think obviously I think it's uh, Mitrovic in the squad, isn't he? Yep. So he can he can he can get a goal or two. Um yeah, I dunno, the more I think about that one, the more I think
3: Switzerland and Serbia is is going to be a very interesting <laughs> game because uh, so that game is the second Friday night of the tournament the 7pm oh, game doing that's me so um, yeah. yeah so it's uh, on paper I was kind of looking at it kind of going mm, Friday night yeah. Serbia uh, Switzerland actually when, when we look at it this is definitely mm. one of the more interesting games on yeah. the group stage and
2: seeing the dog and duck for that one yeah
3: <laughs> absolutely uh, group F, we have Germany, we have
2: Mexico. Come on, Mexico. I use, uh, from a sweepstake. So uh, it turns out they were at Javier Hernandez's birthday party when this story of the alleged yes. prostitutes uh, were there. It, it was just a birthday party. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Nothing to see here. Jelly and ice cream,
3: yeah. little hats
2: on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They,
3: they all went home with a goodie bag. So Mexico, uh, maybe have had, something else, yeah. No. <laughs> Mexico,
2: have had an interesting start to this World Cup. Shall we say if you've not been following that story, yeah, but no, uh, um, an interesting. It's one.
1: still not Mexican World Cup. So I was like watching them. I don't know why. They're just a really fun team to watch, and, yeah. uh,
3: and they. Um, you, you, you say fun? I watched um, about the first hour of Mexico's friendly against Wales. Oh yeah, but that was Wales were glorious and in that game, though. <laughs> glorious nil nil. It was nil 0 and it. Might be the worst game of football I've ever watched. They're
1: not going to go up against defenders the quality of James Chester though in the World Cup, are Quite right. Yeah, yeah.
2: Sweden <laughs> fascinating. Obviously don't have Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Um, fair play to them. Yeah. I'm yeah, pleased no. they didn't pick him in a way. I as much as I'd like to mm-hmm. see him nah, yeah, there, the squad they, the they, squad has yeah. got there yeah. deserve to be there. Yeah. Him. Yeah, they qualified
3: without him. they can try and get through without him. Uh, South Korea also now obviously
2: uh, son of, of Tottenham um, nah. in, in that squad. Well they right. lost to Senegal 2 0 in the yeah. war- last warm up game. I, I I think they'll struggle this time so, right. Yeah, but I'll be me- Mexico, Mexico. Really Mexico. Mexico. Yeah. Javier Hernandez, a lot of people you know, he's for me he's one of the best natural finishers playing in Europe at the minute who's just not playing. Are you stay um, well, it's again it's a it's a shot window yeah, opportunity. Yeah. I think with a new manager coming in, I think he would be from what I understand he'd be happy to work with Pellegrini but I wouldn't be surprised if there were La Liga clubs who mm. were watching Hernandez with interest. And yeah. I think that would make sense yeah. for him to perhaps potentially leave this summer. In Mexico have
1: obviously still got uh, Rafael Marquez in I think his fifth World Cup. He's yep. about... He's older now, that, that Egyptian keeper. He's, but he's, he's got an issue with... Um, I was listening to the other day, he's got an issue with uh, the Mexican FA at the moment. which is um, So when he's training, he doesn't wear any of the sponsorship on his training kit because he has an, there's an issue going on with the FA there. So there's a little bit of... Um, sort of underlying issue which I think a few of the players have taken an issue so there could be some some discontent there Well,
3: we need him to play because if he plays and picks up any card it can be yellow or red he officially becomes the most ill-disciplined player in World Cup oh I love that Um, brilliant um, Tim Cahill can also take that award he's um, Tim Cahill has had four cards in World Cup finals Uh, Marquez has had five he's currently joint on five with yeah. I, I can't. Oh, Zinedine Zidane. Oh, right. Was I mean, yeah. Zinedine Zidane. Yeah. Uh, so obviously, oh, there's something Good about was he holding that record though? Yeah, I like that. Yeah, <laughs> but, I mean, he's only he's only joined to it. And how uh, Marcus doesn't play. Yeah. It, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Tim Cahill can obviously grab that record as well. Um, yep. I say I say an unwanted record, but it's a nice one to have in the it's team. Like there, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, Dirtiest player in World Cup history. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. Yeah. Um, moving on to the final goal. Obviously, Group G. We've already spoke about in great detail because it's England's group. Group H. For me, the most open group. Um, any... I was going to say any of the teams could get through. I, I, I have doubts about Japan. Japan are playing right now as we're recording. I have absolutely no idea how they're getting on against Paraguay. Um, got, I don't, so I, I don't know what we can say. Um, a couple of players
2: are familiar to us, obviously. Um, Leicester, uh, Leicester, Okazaki, Okazaki and... Um, Kagawa, of course. Yeah. Mm. But I, I, I like the look at Senegal. I yeah, really do. True. I think they've got, they've got some really exciting attacking options. Mm. And at the back, defensively, they've got um, Koulibaly. Koulibaly. Oh, yeah. They've got Mane going forward. Mm. Um, yeah. Well, He always plays well in big games. He's a big game yeah. player. I think he's the captain for that team as well. And um, it'll be interesting to watch at this World Cup. And they've got, going forward, you've got players, even like Diafros Sacco. People might forget, but he was. He was pretty prolific for West Ham, so yeah. I'd think Senegal got something And I think of all the African nations, yeah. they'll go the furthest, in yeah. my opinion.
1: And then, with that in mind, I think you're looking at Poland then. As what about Colombia? Obviously I mean, yeah, so I mean, so I mean, I mean, Poland, yeah. Poland could be the ones that struggle because yeah. obviously they're, they're <clears> top season, aren't yeah. they? And they, it's obviously it's it's Lewandowski or Bust, isn't it? And um, definitely. And whether he goes into the tournament in the right frame, man, he wants a move, doesn't he? He's, he's got his eye on something, so. Maybe he's going in with that and perhaps he's shooting the way he should be passing or he's not not getting involved in, in the team play as much as he was. <laughs> Colombia are a good side. Um, I fancy Columbia and Senegal.
3: Yeah, no, I, I, I think I agree with that. It would be obviously very interesting for England's point of view because England will play Someone from this group, when mm, on whether yeah. they finish first or second. Yeah, I
2: think play. that's a tough one. I mean, people will go, "Oh, England have got a good last sixteen draw if they get through." But actually, yeah. I mean, I won't want to play any of those because they're not used to it. Yeah. They don't play those sort of teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So.
1: yeah.
2: Um, interesting, Columbus. I, I don't think
3: they're the team that they they were in four years ago. I think they're very mm. much the same team, but they've kind of lost that optimism. Hamas yeah. Rodriguez yeah. has regressed, as an easy He's not a
2: player he was four years ago. Oh, no. Four years ago, he was probably the standout player of the tournament. Mm. Really. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Right,
3: so I mean that—that's that, all the group's gone gone through. But we've talked about winners. We talked about nearly every team. Um, we've we've done quite well. we Player of
2: the tournament, um, for you.
3: Yeah, uh, player of the tournament for me. Let me just grab <laughs> my uh, notes. He's got a uh, dossier no, on him. My, my, my notes. I didn't know you made notes. you has got fifty I've, page I've come, dossier. Um, I well, I, I have the odds uh, right in front of me now. I have to go and find them uh, for best player of the tournament. Lionel Messi is nine to one joint favourite with Neymar. Um, um, bizarrely, I actually thought Neymar was going to be the man who was going to go and and, and win the, the golden golden ball, as, yeah. they, as they call it. Um, but now you've uh, kind of dispelled Which that theory. Is he? Is he? Uh, he's Nike. He is, isn't he? He's Nike. So, right. uh, and so right, Messi. Uh, Messi will become the first player ever to win it in back-to-back World Cups, if he wants to do I'll it. throw this
2: name in then. Since I'm back in Argentina. Dabala. He's just yeah, signed a deal with sure. Adidas. There you um, go. Um, have you seen them boots? Oof, they're, they're, yeah, they're, they're rascal the Glitch boots, glitch,
3: yeah. glitch Two Oh, they're, they're fantastic. I'm not normally a boot yeah. person who looks in, but they're... That doesn't sound like the name we'll of a boot, does it? It's we'll get you a sure pair. In, like. Yeah, <laughs> walking, walking <laughs> about them. Yeah, no, they're, uh, they're they're absolutely fantastic. Um, yeah, no, I say Neymar was my yeah player with the tournament, I and I, I
1: still believe he. You winners he probably you winners probably got to get to the semi final, haven't they? And nine times um, out of ten,
2: it's an attacking player, isn't you know, it?
1: said he he's definitely not going to win it on that list I've just seen. Leroy Sane fifty to one. He's not going to win it. Oh, they're still <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Whatever you do, I'll, I'll I'll give you
2: a
3: million to one if anyone wants to take it. Yeah, yeah. I, I might put a quid on that just in case he gets called up late. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, yeah. No. Um. I, I think it's only between the, the real big names. There's not many names that I think will go all the way. And, unless, and maybe, unless maybe maybe win shock, the golden. You've
1: ball. got a, perhaps a, a shock semi finalist. You you've got, got top, sort of. Of, yeah. unless, You know, unless unless one of these Uruguay. Not won't be Egypt, but you know, like like one of these nations gets the semi. You know, and like we've we've seen in World Cups gone by. If we, we had we had South Korea in two thousand two, we had um, right, loads yeah. of different shock semi finalists. You know, yeah. um, Turkey even going back. Turkey yeah. were there, weren't they?
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, and there is, again, one of the things we've flown through these groups, but it's always worth remembering. There's always a shock in these things. Spain went out first round last time. Yeah. You know, so mm. I wouldn't rule out something mad happened at this World Cup and that includes England doing well. So, yeah. <laughs> so on that basis, <laughs> Dele Ali would be the player of the tournament yeah. because he's Alli Dessert as well,
3: isn't he? Yeah. It, he is. He is. He's got to get in the team you, first. You, 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 you're encouraging me to go and uh, actually put money on England here which is well, always uh, a
2: dangerous prospect. After <laughs> <laughs> listening to me and Crossy, I think anybody would. You we're know, <laughs> yeah. both very, very excited yeah. about England. Yeah. Yeah.
3: No, I'd say we're all very excited and uh, please England just... Go out on attack, just make us proud, right? Like, um, I, I, I get really passionate. You're gonna get about your face painted? Uh, no, I don't. I don't go that far. I don't go. <laughs> off, but I do get really passionate you know, about the, the the yeah. um, <laughs> uh, what. Who's, who's the player who's
2: going to unite the country then for England? Just a yeah, quick question. It's gonna be a.
3: Uh, I think Raheem Sterling's already mm. gone some way to doing that. I think because of the reaction of obviously the
0: yeah, story about his tattoo. Everybody's like.
3: kind of got together on on the back
1: of that. I all. like Lingard. I think I think Lingard's going to have a good tournament. Um, I don't if know, I think he's, Well, yeah, there's that. But um, I'll ask you other question. Who's going to be the one who's going to, who's going to let him down? And they get the scapegoat. Go yeah. who, who's, who's going to be there? <laughs> yeah. Let's be positive. Um,
3: who's, who's going to be the scapegoat? Oh, I don't know. I don't know, maybe... Um, VAR, probably. Some, some of the VAR situation Yeah, yeah. Be out. Yeah, interesting. We said earlier, today, the, the linesman who didn't see the Frank Lampard over the line oh, yeah. is at the World Cup. Is he? He is at this World Cup. I Are we going to say the Lions were in 1966 for a minute? Yeah, that. I mean that'd be. <laughs> be Can we swap them? That'd be very, very impressive. Is he, um, do you know if he's doing an England game yet? I had a look for the appointments earlier today, and they were—they're not uh, out yet. Right? There's no but English they're refs.
2: They're all in um, Megaloof, I think, this yeah, summer. Yeah, they're yeah. not. But
3: there'll be no
1: Mark Clattenburg World Cup tattoo this time round. Yeah, uh, no. 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 <laughs> there'll be no
2: free yellow cards from. <laughs> I love Pauli's. No
3: <laughs> <show. laughs> oh, I can't wait for all these little stories. To come out. This is this is why we love the World Cup. Um, but yeah, thank you very much for listening, everyone. I say so that will do us for our World Cup preview show. We rattled on about. Uh, the World Cup for way too long now. You can't do it for too long. Actually, you can't talk about the World Cup for too long. All day, um, long. About to yeah. do it for a month. But yeah, <laughs> we're going to do it for a month, and there are going to be plenty and plenty of podcasts through that month.
2: We're going to do it every day.
3: Yeah, I want to say plenty, literally every day. can live in this room, yeah. We're going This is where <laughs> we be. Uh, yeah, the less
2: said about the room we're in, the better. <laughs> yeah, but every day we're going to do we're going to do a podcast. So yeah. we'll be Ooh. providing all the latest insight from Russia. Um, with team news and odds and all that kind of stuff so yeah tune in it should be fun yeah be hearing from all of our reporters out there
3: as well Uh, at some point it'll be great Uh, so yeah if you want to subscribe uh, I really hope you do if you've got this forward into the podcast um, you can get us on ACASH, you can get us on iTunes you can get us on Spotify uh, uh, or wherever you know you normally get your your podcasts and you can follow us on social media at Mirror Football Mirror Football on Facebook Mirror Football on Instagram Uh, we're, we're literally everywhere now aren't we Everywhere, My we're space, here Weebo, everywhere. Yeah, yeah. We were on Webo. How's the over the yeah, yeah. yeah, there? I don't. I don't think we've got a mirror football Weebo. But that that like might that? be the That's next. Good. I like Webo. Might, might be the next project. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So uh, stay in touch. Enjoy the World Cup and uh, come on England. Come on England.
2: there, it's Caroline Foran from Owning It, the Anxiety podcast, and this is a Staycast from Acast. Please, please, please do follow the government's advice right now, which is currently to stay at home where possible. The sooner we all get on board with these measures, the sooner we will be all together again. While you're staying at home, here's a recommendation for another great podcast for you
0: to listen to. I think we need a bit of comic relief more than ever, so why not try the Two Johnnies podcast, available on the Acast app or wherever you get your podcasts.